Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jamal Crawford. Happy birthday to you. How old are you? How old are you? Not how old you look. Actually, how old are you? Welcome to episode 76 of Wolves Cast, the show that fell down the Katy Perry YouTube hole along with Jim Pete. It's hosted by myself and my brother. I'm Neil. I'm Swish Swish Scott. Swish Swish Swish. Yes. Jim Pete didn't know Cat was in that music video. No, he found out. That's right. Somehow Jim Pete fell down the hole. I don't know how that happens. He just, maybe she's got a bunch of great videos. He's got so many rad videos. He probably had a. He probably heard like a teenage dream in a in a store or something. and had it yeah. stuck in his head. So he's like, okay, I got to Google this song, and that's the access to the hole. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think you're right there. I think that's that's exactly how it happened. Uh, welcome to Wolves Cast, everybody. Thank you for listening to us, tuning in uh, to our show. That's much appreciated. Today on the show, uh, we're going to get into full court press and. Uh, Talk about Jimmy Butler. He's 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 uh, he's been uh, he had some comments in the media. His first comments since his injury. Talk about Andrew Wiggins. Uh, he's playing a lot better these days. Uh, we have a sponsor. Uh, Howling out will happen. Uh, we went to Target Center to interview some people and talk about the playoffs. Uh, we have uh, weekly Wolfies and a game. So you have all that to look forward to here on the show this wow. week. What a week. What a week. What a week indeed. And, um, Scott, we get lots of questions. People wondering out there how to support the podcast. How do we, how do you help us out? You're, you're, you're wonderful listeners of this show. And, and honestly, that's, uh, that's most of the way. You're most of the way there. If you're just listening to this show, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. This is where Neil lists his Patreon page. Right, yeah. I'm going to drop my Patreon. Go fund me. Uh, no, we're not going to do that, you guys. Neil's Indiegogo. Staying away from that. Don't don't want to do the Patreon. Never say never. Maybe someday you'll hear us uh, pitching a Patreon to you, but that's not what we want to do. Really, just if you want to support the show, two easy ways. One way, recommend the show to a friend who is a Timberwolves fan. So if you have somebody that you know who is really into the Wolves or just really into the NBA, let them know about our show because that's how podcasts move. They uh, there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of sharing links. There's not a lot of you know other ways of that you find out about podcasts. Really, it's if you think about it's it, it's mostly mouth. word of mouth. Yeah, exactly. So so tell a friend if you really like our show. And number two, which honestly, yeah. it's always word of mouth, right? Because always, what else would the word be of word of leg? Word it doesn't make sense. <laughs> word Words of only ear. come out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So use that mouth and uh, talk about our show. And number two, you can buy something from our merch store. That's right. We are a podcast with merch. Uh, we have some enamel pins, and we have a palm hat. And I'm sure we'll do more in the future, but that's what we have now. So you can go to the store at wolvescast.com. You'll see the link in the show notes of this show. And uh, you can uh, grab something and uh, buy it, and that would help us out a lot. You could also, uh, you know, a good way to recommend the podcast to a friend is to trick them into listening to it. You can download the MP3 and rename it. Go, go into the yeah. tagging and just rename it so into something they want to listen to. Yeah, know? yeah. Just put like a Drake song instead. You know, whatever they're into, and and then yeah. yeah. Say if they're like really into Hamilton or something, you could have <laughs> it say like Lin Manuel Miranda podcast yeah. with another one of the celebrities that person yeah. likes. Exclusive. I used Lin to do Miranda. this in high school. I'd take oh. a, I'd take two bands that my friend really likes, and I. I would rename the song like 
Death Cab does a Motion City soundtrack cover, <laughs> and then I would send it over AOL Instant Messenger file transfer, and people would see the file and just see the name coming in. They're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you found this piece of music." That reminds me of the file sharing days where you'd like, you know, try to download something from Napster, Kazaa, or whatever, and it'd be like mislabeled. And right? Like, oh wow, what's this? Get some really weird some stuff. Bad, yeah. <laughs> It's a wild west back then, but I found some good music that way. Yeah, totally. You find out about some new bands that way. Um, cool. Uh, well, let's. We should uh, get to what happened this week. The Wolves went uh, one and two in uh, since we've last done the show uh, with losses in San Antonio and at home um, here against Houston, and then um, they did win the game on Tuesday against the Clippers. So the team is now 5 and 5 since the Butler injury. That's pretty good. That's what we we're looking I'll for. That. That's what we're looking for. Obviously still a lot of time left before he comes back, but keeping the ship five afloat. 5 and 5. That's that's pretty good. Um Scott any um sort of uh you know uh, thoughts about this last weekend of basketball and, and and where the team's at right now what 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 you saw in these games or how you're feeling right now? Uh there was something I saw in the San Antonio game that really tickled me. Uh <laughs> tickled tickled me. Uh, it was pretty early on in the first quarter Andrew Wiggins was kind of dribbling the ball into the paint and he was going to do his spin move, oh, the patented, patented yes. Wiggins spin move. But yes. Kyle Anderson saw it coming. And you can hear Slow him mo. on the mic saying, spin move. Or, Here's that spin move. He wow, says. I didn't see and that. And once he does that, instead of doing the spin move, Wiggins pivots and then re-pivots. And so he pivots away from Kyle Anderson. And then just as it looked like the dream shake. That's what the announcer said. Right, uh, a little It was hesitation. like a little dream shake. And it was because in the, it wasn't going to be a dream shake. It was going to be the spin move. But spin in the middle of the layup. spin move, he heard Kyle Anderson. Here comes the spin move. And so you he's think like, he nah. adjusted? on the fly. I think he adjusted on the fly. He heard Kyle Anderson calling him out, and then so instead he busted out this little dream shake we haven't seen him do before, and I thought that was a really cool move. That's impressive. There you go. Andrew Wiggins uh, growing as a player. We'll talk uh, a lot more about Wiggins uh, here coming up in full court press. But... I also saw the Cavs the other day were like... Hmm. It was either like first time in franchise history or first time in so, like so many years that a team has given up like seventy nine points in the first half and then went oh. on to win the game. And that <laughs> almost happened. Toronto, yeah, yeah, that almost happened with us in Houston. Yeah. We, we yeah, gave true. up eighty points to Houston in the first half, and then we were just you know a couple buckets away from beating them on Sunday. I mean that loss against Houston again just sort of. Just really, really, you know, cements the fact that that is not a team we want to see in the playoffs. I mean, obviously, at this point, just getting into the playoffs is is, is pretty cool. But we'd still like to possibly have a shot to at least win a few games yeah. or make it an interesting series. And that is not going to be the case if they face Houston. They are so good. It's ridiculous. I mean, they're, they're going to beat anybody, but especially the Wolves for some reason. I don't like, know. Like I said before this season, the only two teams I felt like completely outclassed us, like they're playing a different level, we stand no chance, were the Healthy Warriors yeah. and the Rockets. Or the two times where I was watching the game and it just get depressing. I'm being like, we're not even in the same level no. you know, as them. We're... We're still so far away, but against any other team in the league, we go into it with a healthy lineup. I'm like, yeah, we got a shot at this. We got this. Except for Matt Houston has been so good. This Houston, year. they beat everybody. They kill, they're beating the pants off everybody out there right now. They ended uh, Portland's win streak, thankfully, the other night. That was good. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Just rooting for them there. At the very least. Yeah, yeah. That's how it's going to be the rest of the way out. We're rooting for Houston and Golden State to run over all these teams, I guess. That's right. Um, and then the win um, against the Clippers. I was in the house for that one. That was a fun game. Uh, the Wolves took care of business there clippers you know still a borderline playoff team but kind of playing their way out right now they're you know shorthanded avery bradley out for the rest of the season he's gonna have surgery uh he's gonna be a free agent so probably a good idea for him to get right sooner than later 
Um, but the Clippers, you know, they're they're like in the tenth spot right now or the ninth spot. So um, good to get that win because very good to get that win. Yeah. That was a big one. That was yeah. that was the most important one because they're the ones who were nipping at our heels. We wanted to really. Uh, I think the announcers were saying you didn't hear it because you were there. Yeah, but they were saying like this: uh, the loss is a uh, win is good for the Wolves, but it's much worse for the Clippers on the loss because sure. Clippers. They said this pretty much knocks them out of it with thirteen games left. They're three games out. So, I mean, that's that's good. We need to do that. And uh, we're the better team, and we had to win that game, and the team showed up with the urgency. But, man, DeAndre Jordan, if he catches it anywhere near that rim, he scores. He was great in the first half, and he had like six, 16 points in the first half. They, they, you know, they shut him down there in the second half. Just can't um, let him catch the ball. Jeff Teague was incredible in the second half of that game. That's another uh, pickup basketball tip. We went over our etiquette, pickup yeah. basketball etiquette on last week's episode. Pickup basketball tip. I, I always like to spend the energy to make it hard for my player to catch my the guy I'm defending yes. to catch the ball. Yeah, because you have to spend like a hundred times more energy on defense when your guy has the ball. Yes. So go ahead and spend that energy, just a little bit of extra energy. You know, try ten percent harder to make sure they they don't catch the ball. And that way, you know, you don't have to do the hard work of actually defending when the ball's in their hand. Ways of doing this are just like sticking your arms up so (laughs) the guy who has the ball in his hands thinks twice. Yeah. uh, Just, you know, put your hand in the way. Even if you're not going to be able to interrupt the pass, just put your hand up there because visually... It makes the defender or the passer not want to give your guy the ball. That's how I guard Jared, everybody. They call that uh, getting uh, getting your work done early. You know what I mean? Put yeah. in the work early, mm-hmm. and then you don't have to do it later I can, once, I, once they're I, posting you up. I'm such an advocate of that. <laughs> uh, it's a lazy man way of playing You just got to get in that pass lane. The problem is with that is you might get beat back door. You know, if you shade too much towards the passer, then Listen, they'll beat you back door. If the ball's in Jared's hands, he's going to score on me. So the best thing I can do is just make sure they don't pass it to well, Jared. a lot of guys will, you know, stop playing a little bit. You know, if, if you're guarding them too close or, you know, that you're denying the ball, they'll just stop playing. They'll just kind of back off and let the play happen on the other side. Yeah. Anyway, uh, DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> you always take less shots when I'm defending you. Oh, wow. Shots fired. Um, but, yes, yeah, so the team is now 5-5 five and five since the Butler injury. That is good. Uh, team hanging in there, doing their best, getting these wins. Uh, schedule loosens up now a little bit. Um, you know, a couple couple road games that might be tough this weekend against New York and more New specifically York. against Philly. Philly's, yeah, Philly's a team that's, you know, the fourth best team in the East right now, I think. Second uh, night of a back-to-back. JoJo Embiid definitely likes uh, making Towns look bad. So, you know, Embiid's going to show up for that'll that That'll be a great game. game. I'm really excited about that one. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else about this week? Should we move on? Let's keep going. Let's keep it going. Here's the tip. Full Court Press is here. And uh, to start things off, we uh, we want to talk about Jimmy Butler's comments. He spoke to the media. My swag is crazy right now. Oh. I love it when Jimmy speaks to the media. So they can't duck with me or they can't pluck with me. Or- can't fuck with okay. me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so Jimmy talked to the media for the first time uh, since his injury. It was a nice... Uh, long um media session for him i I, i've seen usually uh thanks to shouts to john meyer uh editor at uh canis hoopus uh at uh, the daily wolf on twitter he usually posts some nice locker room videos of the interview and jimmy has this way of saying like all right guys three minutes this is it or he'll say like two questions or three questions keeps it nice and short he really has like the very command of the room of like here's how it's going to be we're only gonna have three questions and that's it but you can check it out. Um, FSN posted the entire interview of of these comments, and it's eight minutes long. Eight minutes of, of Jimmy Butler talking. So um, we'll link to that in the he, show notes. You know, so. he he just missed talking to guys. So he much. missed you know, it. He missed it. He missed it. He had a lot to say. But yes, he has comments. Um, most notably, Jimmy says he um, you know is going to 
retu- return sooner than later and uh, you know wants to come back, um, plans to come back before the playoffs. So that's big. I mean, that's kind of what people were you know, assuming and speculating that he tried to come back um, before before the playoffs started. But it's nice to sort of hear weeks later that that's still the plan. Take your time, Jimmy, please, because I don't need you rushing back. You yes. know, like I don't want you to Nobody re-injure wants yourself. Nobody needs that. Let's, let's, let's just be smart about it. I don't trust Jimmy to be the smart guy about because he just wants to play so badly. I understand, Jimmy. Yeah, it's tough to check yourself like that. And but. he had comments about that, um, you know, in this press session. He said he can't come back early because something worse will happen. So, you know, at least he's yeah, scared, but I still feel like yeah. his definition of too early is a little bit different. Easier said than done, I guess. Because, uh, yeah, basically the whole gist of his comments were it's really hard to be out. I hate being out. It's really hard to be away from the team, away from my guys. I really want to be back on the court. Like he's saying he's saying all the right things, but there's also sort of a, a little bit of an air of like I, I'm chomping at the bit to get back here which is what you want I mean that's how it goes when you're injured and all you know is basketball is you know you gotta, you gotta get back on the court but yeah we want him to take his time it's 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 okay if it's uh, not the end of the season you come back for playoffs or not at all even if, if that's what it is I'd rather have you right for next season but it's good to see that things seem to be progressing in the in the right way I hope I hope he takes his time because here's what I can see happening next mm. week between now and our next podcast, you now we have a very easy week. Ah, uh, yeah. Against the Knicks, they're tanking. Yeah, here's against the Sixers. That's a tough one. Yep. Monday against the Grizzlies, they're terrible. Uh huh. Wednesday against the Hawks, they're terrible. Yep. Both of those Grizzlies and home Hawks games, at home. home games, home games. Yep. That fr- uh, that's in the next week before our next pod, and then the week after that is where it gets interesting because we got Friday night game away at Dallas. It's easy. Don't rush back for that, Jimmy. Yeah. He might be targeting Sunday, April first. What an April Fool's joke for Jimmy. <laughs> he might be targeting that game to come back. It's a home game against the Jazz. So I can see, like, hey, it's a good idea to bring him back for on a home game than on a road game. True, true. But the Jazz are tough, man. I would even say, like, if we're okay in the standings, if it's not like we need that win over the Jazz, I'd be okay with resting him until the final three games of the season. We got Lakers, uh, Memphis, and then a final game against the Nuggets. We play our final four games are Nuggets, Lakers, uh, Grizzlies, Nuggets. So if that, those Nuggets games matter, maybe he comes back for that first Nuggets game April 5th. That gives him about two weeks to rest up. Yeah. So I, I I'd look at that first Nuggets game maybe. And yeah, if we don't I think need it for playoff right. reasons. Then just wait until uh, the last two games of the season, both at home. We got Grizzlies and Nuggets. That's just what a, I'd just like enough to see. of a tune-up for him to get ready for the playoffs, so he's not coming in cold. That's in what I'd like one. to see. That's that's a little over two weeks. That's you know that's about set you know seventeen days or so before that you know Memphis game on Monday the ninth. I, I think that's where it would be. I'd rather have him do that. Get two regular season games under his belt there. And then have a few ga- days to rest before the playoffs begin on April 14th. That would, that's what would worry me if he came back for that Jazz game on April 1st. Is it being kind of like a playoff game because of the seeding? Yeah. yeah. Jimmy might push himself too hard. Yeah. That Easter Day Utah game coming up uh, coming up soon. Uh, Ricky coming into town. I hope I can make it to that one because I missed Ricky uh, the first time around, like the third game of the season or something. <laughs> if you're going, you should get me a ticket. Wanna, okay, okay, go. okay. We can do one last food review. All right, for the all right, season. all right, all right. I got you. Uh, so yeah, so Butler, you know, saying all the right things. Good, to, good to have him back around. I thought it was, um, you know, fun. I, uh, uh, Scott, today you posted in the Wolvescast uh, Digest, which obviously uh, all all of our listeners have already read, but uh, a really fun image um, that someone shot of, of Jimmy Butler that day wearing his jersey 
underneath his shirt, underneath his street clothes, wearing the jersey. I mean, that's that was, just that a, was a wild a outfit too. Because like, <laughs> yeah, we have to talk about how, that. How is he getting like past the NBA dress code on that? Because he was I wearing don't know. like he's wearing an, a coat, okay, wearing a blazer, sports jacket, sports yep. jacket. Yep. He has a his, not a, quite a t shirt, but uh, it's it's a nice it's a nice shirt. It's probably a more money through white t shirt. Yeah. yeah, but that that t shirt looked like hundreds it was probably, of dollars. Yeah, yeah, it was a shirt that I couldn't afford. Yeah. So at least that is nice. <laughs> yeah. But then underneath it, it's a white shirt. You can see he's wearing his game jersey under it. <laughs> And then on the bottom, sweatpants. Just some fleece sweatpants down there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I've never seen anybody. I mean, I've never seen anybody on an NBA bench from the street clothes rock the sweatpants with the blazer. That's right. what a combo. What a combo. Yeah, but Business he up did front, it. Yeah, comfy down low. <laughs> But hey, maybe that's you know he's rehabbing his knee. Maybe he wants that there comfort you go. around the knee. You there know? you go. You got to have a, have some soft leg right there. Uh, but yeah, I thought that outfit was was really something. And and, <laughs> and yeah, that just shows you how badly he, this guy wants to get back. He's literally wearing his jersey Sleeping when he in can't his jersey play at night. Maybe you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. You can tell he misses it. He just wants to get back in that rhythm, going to the arena, putting on the jersey. Let's go. Rest up, Jimmy. We'll need you strong. Yeah. He says he's uh, doing the underwater treadmill right now. Yeah. Yep. Lateral movement is next is what he says. You know, I've side always wanted to, side. to run on one of those underwater treadmills. Yeah, I've never it done that. Fun. How do you stay down on it? I guess you just like the water level is just low enough. Right, yeah. To where you don't like float up. <laughs> Although, wasn't it Kyle Korver who used to train by like holding rocks under the ocean and oh, running on the ocean floor? What a move. Yeah, Kyle Korver. <laughs> he's got some crazy training. All right. Moving on. He's heating up. Cool. Andrew Wiggins, uh, he's playing better. Shout to Drew Wiggs, man. Right, he's finally listening. You know Wiggins. Maple Jordan. That's the one. That's the one right there. A Wiggins. Um, playing well in Jimmy Butler's absence, as as expected, I would say. I feel playing like... the best of his career. Right? Wow. Best wow. of his career. Strong. He finally looks like the player that we wanted. Uh, Wiggins was overhyped when he was drafted. We can all say that number now. one, Maple Jordan. He came in with Sports his, Illustrated. He came in with his reputation of a guy who's going to be a good defender. You know, has all the tools, athletic. His his knocks were that he wasn't very good at dribbling or passing, and he's really improved his dribbling over the past several years. That's not really an issue for him anymore. Yeah. People are saying it's weird because I think that his passing has been really good for now, like maybe two or three months even uh and it just feels he's like improved. people he's are only guys. starting to figure it out now because it's not always an assist sometimes he's just making the smart play and that's that, fine that, that keeps the ball moving yep but more than times than not now i mean he still has a couple possessions where he gets the tunnel vision and he forces something up the but, shabazz muhammad but, yeah exactly that's what it should be ever, yeah. forever be known as it's the boss uh just boss, just straight boss. <laughs> but more times than not, he's making really smart reads. At least two or three times a game, he makes a pass that really impresses me. And just the way he's been playing since Jimmy went down on defense, he's got so much hustle. He's harassing guys. He's getting blocks from behind. He's mm. stripping the ball. He had that possession with Austin Rivers that got the whole crowd cheering because he almost stole it. And then he almost moment. stole it. And then they were going back towards the Timberwolves basket, and Rivers got it again. And he started bringing it back up to the Clippers side of the floor. And Wiggins came and stole it again came and, from behind knocked it out of bounds yeah, yeah and so he didn't get the possession but he tried so hard that the whole crowd gave him like a huge cheer for that that was and, a great moment because yeah it, being in the building for that moment was crazy because it was like 
it, it was such a weird i mean it is it, obviously the the crowd rewards you for hustle plays but it felt like it was more than that it felt like it was like a we wanted to make sure that Wiggins knew this is the guy we want. You know what I mean? Yeah. That play is exactly what we want to see from you, you know, and even more than your dunks and, you know, great, uh, you know, Euro steps and all this stuff you can do on the offensive end. We want to see you make these kind of plays on the defensive end. And, and I think the crowd was really, was really adept there at giving him the praise. <laughs> and that's the most exciting thing, even more exciting than watching him go four for five from beyond the arc. Yeah, amazing. I mean, his shots looking, uh, ever since Butler went out, his three point shooting is so much more confident and yep. he's really been looking for that shot he's been doing great on that remember how bad his shot was earlier in the season and now it's like a distant memory because yeah. he's been so hot lately but the thing that is the most impressive is just how hard he's hustling on defense yep. if we can keep this wiggins when butler comes back then i don't think anyone's gonna be disappointed with him you know yeah. I, I, I don't think there's gonna be any talk about him being overpaid or anything if he plays like the, he has been playing these last two weeks if he continues doing that in the future we're gonna be really good and i don't want to be the wet blanket in all this but i feel like this kind of you know this stretch these last 10 games of wiggins sort of shows us that it this season for wiggins a little bit of a down season in some ways aren't necessarily due to his development or his, you know, effort, but really a little bit more of his redundancy of, of Butler, him and Butler. You know, we talked about that earlier in the season of how is this all going to work out? They kind of play the same position. You know, they both need the ball, like these kind of things. And so I think that kind of cements the fact that th- th- that's kind of what it is. It's not a huge issue, but obviously when Butler's out there, Wiggins needs to take a backseat to the superior wing player that's out there with him. And so it's a matter of how can Wiggins take this is it, this experience of being without Butler and take some of the good things that he has. I think some of the catch and shoot threes, some of the cutting, a lot of things that we want to see from him. He needs to take those things and and apply them when Butler does come back. That's that's what it's all going to be about. But uh, beyond that, thinking longer term, we've always said a lot of times here that the Wolves' true contention is going to come many years down the road, th- right. you know, two years down the road, three years down the road here, when it's going to be Wiggins, hopefully Townsend Wiggins' team. Yeah. So that's kind of more but, what we want to look at here is like, sure, yeah, it's kind of a, a problem that both Wiggins and, and Butler play the same position, have a lot of the same stuff going on, but what we're really looking for is Wiggins' development for three years down the line here yeah. when, when he's number in, two in, in command. five years from now, Andrew yes. Wiggins will be 20 and Cat will be 27. They'll both be in the prime of their careers. That will be our chief title contention window. And I'm not saying don't try and win it all right now, but we got to keep the future in mind. You know, yeah. a lot of people are like, let's trade Wiggins. No, Wiggins and Towns is the core that we're building with. Yeah. And this is just step one, you know, making it to the playoffs. But yeah. uh, huge fan. Loving what I'm seeing out of Wiggy. Thank you. Wiggins, sure can. Wiggins be killing it. A couple stats here for you, Wiggins. Um, you know some some before and after stats here for the sixty two games uh, with Butler versus the ten games without. Seventeen point six points per game. He's up that to twenty one point four. Uh, true shooting. This is where things have really, um, really popped up for him. He went from 50% true shooting. True shooting is um, kind of takes into account the amount of attempts and divides them against uh, three-point percentage and free-throw percentage. So kind of a, a better metric for shooting, um, combining all the kinds of shots. He went up from uh, 50.5% true shooting to 565 And you can just straight look at his three-point percentage for that. Uh, in the 62 games with Butler, uh, he was down at 32%. And in the 10 games, after he's way up at 45 so that is that's a great number that is single-handedly he's shooting better free throw line too a little bit yeah but um it's you know confidence the, baby the, confidence the three-point line shot is really where he's boosting up that true that true shooting percentage you know it'd be nice and 
It's Tibbs, so he probably won't. <laughs> you never know. Well, what would be nice is when Butler comes back, let's stagger their minutes so that there's always one of the two of them on the court. I, I mean, it. they play 37 minutes a game, so there's almost always one of them on the yeah, court anyways. Right, yeah. But at the first, you know, whatever you said, 62 games of the season yeah. when both of them were playing, Wiggins and Butler would sit at the same time, and they would bring in, uh, you know, yeah. Jamal and whoever, you yeah. know, Shabazz or Jamal and whoever. Yeah. And it's like... Uh, how about we have um, both play as long as they're playing like 35 minutes a game each anyways why don't we stagger their minutes a little bit because I love that Wiggins running the second uh, running the bench unit could be uh, it could be unlocking or tapping into this potential we've seen yeah totally and I definitely think yeah I would love to see Wiggins especially in the playoffs definitely need to see more of that stagger action versus big Jamal Crawford minutes uh, cool anything else on Wiggins um, he's dreamy. I like his smile. Did you see him with that Michael Bolden video today? He's got, yeah. his, he's got those smiles. We retweeted it. So check us out at Wolf's Cast if you want to see that. Uh, all right. One more thing here. He's on fire. Derek Rose. He's down again. He got hurt. He got hurt, y'all. Sprained the ankle on Tuesday against the Clippers. Uh, uh, taking it to the hoop, I think. Came down a little weird on it. Asked to come out of the game. And, uh, yeah. So Derek Rose injured again. Uh, Tibbs and the team saying it's day-to-day, so it doesn't seem too serious, but it's just uh, it's notable due to his injury history of, uh, you know, the, the, the this happens a lot to him, and, uh, you know, the team, you know, although obviously Derrick Rose hasn't, hasn't uh, done a lot on the court uh, here for us uh, since he's been a Timberwolf, uh, you know, the team needs needs bodies for uh, for the ro- for the stretch here. So I don't know. I, I've always been a big proponent of Marcus George's hunt. So I'm hoping yeah. he's a guy that'll just be able to cleanly step in, and Tibbs won't just like cut a man from his from his rotation and go to eight guys here. I hope he doesn't do that. I hope it's next man up, and and George's hunt can get some play here. But unfortunately, uh, we're down a man again. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it's sad because he looked less washed every game. Sure, he was, he was playing, playing a little better, playing yeah. himself back yeah. into shape yeah. a little bit. Do you remember the play he went down on? Uh, sort of, and as like I said, it, he it wasn't was taken big. to the hoop. He basically but. like kind of tripped and fell. It was not a big fall at all. But the way he reacted when he hit the ground, he did the turtle on his back thing where he curled his legs Ooh. up. You know, yeah. And I, like I was that. like, I remember when Derrick Rose would like. Just remember him and him in his prime. He would be jumping and reckless abandon, always getting crashing down to the ground. Our, our friend, Westbrook stuff. Our friend Jeff, after his MVP season, was like, "Rose has got like one more season in him before his body <laughs> breaks down." And he called it. I was like, "You're crazy, I don't man! He's, that. he's that an athletic funny. freak like Westbrook." And he was like, "No, the way he treats his body, he's not going to last." And he was so right about that. Um, but it's crazy to see that this is the kind of thing, the way he curled up on the ground, it was the kind of thing he's done in the past when he took big spills. And you're like, oh, no, did Derek get hurt on that? And now it's so weird to see, like, even now just a small little trip will be enough to, you know, send him off like that. Yeah. I, I thought when he fell down, even though they didn't, they didn't announce the sprained ankle until later, I thought when he went down, I was like, he hurt himself. I can uh, tell. I can tell he hurt himself. Yeah, I had a moment to look at him, too, where literally he was holding his ankle and... Yeah, then eventually did come out of the game, and then at halftime, the report came out that he was going to be out for the rest of the game. So, so him, it's very psychological too. Um, yeah. You know, he's here had, we go he's again. Had, yeah, so many injuries. He's contemplated retiring before because of his injuries. So it's emotional and mental for him. You yeah, know, he's been through so much of this. I think that you know, even if the ankle sprain's not too bad, you got to get him to feel okay mentally. Well, um, that is a good uh, spot to transition into our sponsor. Making right money. Make, making money. Contact y'all. us at Wolfscast if you'd like to be a sponsor. Uh huh. Tweet sponsor at the us. Program. Tweet at us. Get that um, ROI brand awareness. <laughs> That's right. And, um, you know, it is very timely this week uh, that our sponsor is um, a new app. That's right. A new app for your mobile device, uh, for your tablet, for your, for your phone, whatever you have. 
Um, it is our sponsor this week is an app called Rose Woes. Rose Woes, you guys. And uh, this is the official app of Derrick Rose's injury history. You know, there's a, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of injury history for Derrick Rose to go through. As we've said, he's been hurt many, many times. Um, and it's, it, it can be really hard to keep track of all of it. It can be really hard to um, think back and, and, oh, when was his last meniscus injury? I can't quite remember. Which knee um, was that he tore his meniscus in? Oh, oh, right. yeah, it was both oh, of them. Oh, or bo- the ACL was in ACL, both of them. ACL, both. Uh, you know, in both. You know, there's there, there's a large history of Derrick Rose injuries. There was that time he cut himself with a knife while he was eating an apple in bed. You know, that's all in the app too. Fourteen the, stitches from minor things like that 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 did not cause him to miss a game um, to the big stuff where he had um, you know season-ending surgery. You're gonna find it all in Rose Woes, you guys. There's like a there's like a medical chart with it, his body, but it looks like a voodoo doll because there's the pins and all the spots. You can just tap can on just, a spot. Yeah. You tap on a spot, and it will give the you the injuries. whole injury history for that. You know. There's not many players in the league who need an app like this, but Derrick Rose is one of them. Um, there's so many injuries that have happened. Um, I hope you'll remember in 2015 in training camp when Taj Gibson gave an elbow, accidentally of course, right right in his eye. Orbital fracture right there mm-hmm. to Derrick Rose. So, you know, again, not, not just the legs. No, it's not just the lower body. We're talking all sorts of fra- we're talking all sorts of stuff. You mentioned the, the 10 stitches he needed in his arm from the Apple incident to the orbital injury. There's so many things. There's so many all through the years, all through his injury plague career. So many woes. And the official jersey sponsor of the Timberwolves this year, Fitbit, Fitbit. has partnered with Rose Woes, the app. Ooh. Now, whenever Rose is training, he's got the Fitbit stuff that's tracking his body movement and stuff. And so you can see real time displays of how his knees are feeling at that moment. Thanks wow. to Fitbit's body tracking. My goodness. The technology in this app is next level. You're definitely going to want to check it out. So whenever you, you know, maybe you're on the road, maybe you're at work, maybe you're at home and lying awake in bed and you're just thinking, I wonder what's the status of Derrick Rose's knee right now. Right now. Log in. You can see real-time updates Ooh. from the body trackers to let you know what's injured right now. Yes. And, of course, right now uh, Derrick Rose is injured. So you'll see, um, you know, you'll see um, a little uh, notification right there when that happens that he did go down and there is a new injury. Um, so make sure you check out Rose Woes. Um, it's in the it's in the uh, Google Play and iOS App Store. So you're gonna want to go check those out. Make sure you download today and uh, check for updates frequently. Uh, that's Rose Woes. Thank you so much to Rose Woes for sponsoring this episode of Wolf's Cast. Up next, it's Howling Out. Welcome to another edition of Howling Out, the segment where we talk to real Timberwolves fans at Target Center. As I'm sure you know, the Timberwolves have the longest postseason drought in the NBA. It's been 13 years since the team has seen the playoffs. With the regular season winding down and the team seemingly on the brink of breaking through, I wanted to talk to fans and get their feelings about a potential playoff berth. Let's go! The last time the Wolves were in the playoffs was 2004. What were you doing in 2004? Uh, yep, watching on TV, going to some games. I um, became a season ticket holder right after that, so been a fan for a long time. I was graduating high school. I was. I was a senior, yeah. 
2004, I was going to uh, the playoff games. I was watching his uh, game seven against the Kings. The ball fell out of the rim and the place erupted. It was awesome. Of course, I was a, a fan of the team. I mean, I don't I don't know the exact years, but the Sam Cassell, Wally Serbiak, like kind of years had all their jerseys. Kevin Garnett. I mean, I looked up to those guys. You know, like uh, especially Wally Serbiak. You know, you can't beat that. All right, next question. What's it like to watch the Timberwolves play meaningful basketball games in March? Typically, the team has been long eliminated from the postseason by now. Um, yeah, it's it's not something I've experienced. I've been a season ticket holder for like 13 years. So, yeah, this will be my first time. I don't know if I know, if I know what to do about that. Usually it's done by now, so it's a little weird. Yeah, but it's exciting. I like it. It's certainly much more stressful, but like... With that comes definitely higher highs, and the reward is worth it. The March matteredness, I guess, you know? Uh, I'm only 20 years old, so basically my whole life I've been coming to two Wolves games, and these games haven't mattered. These have been the cheapest games, like the ones that have no one here, and uh, it's finally great to get packed and, I don't know, get the people behind us, and hopefully Jimmy's back uh, before the playoffs so uh, we can play some more. If the Wolves do make the playoffs, what are your plans? How will you watch, and who will you watch with? Um, I haven't thought that far ahead other than I will sit in my seat for the playoff game. Yeah, I do have some relatives that we're totally, uh, like, especially away games, we're going to find some good beverages and snacks and have a good time. I'm going to watch with my friend Neil. Yeah. 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 And you'll be, you'll be in attendance. <laughs> I'll be in attendance as many games as I can. Yeah. I'm getting a new apartment. We can watch at my new place. It'll be fun. Come with my dad and, you know, some fraternity brothers I hear like to go to games and friends and family i mean if you're from minnesota you're a minnesota sports fan and uh hopefully a party at my place or anywhere else because uh, i'm trying to have a great great time and experience this you know all right last question can you feel the tide turning for the team locally attendance is up but do you feel minnesota sports fans care what will it take to undo over a decade of losing it's definitely turning i mean you can just look at the at the numbers that they're publishing about sellouts but you definitely feel the vibe in the arena People are more engaged. People are cheering. One complaint I always have is I'm cheering all the time, every game, win or lose, down by 30. We have our own little chance going with the people that sit around me, trying to engage other fans to cheer, and they don't, and it's frustrating. So I'm super excited and enjoying the enthusiasm. I feel like it's going to take a couple years. I feel like it's kind of like super exciting right now with all the games selling out just because it's like new and fresh. But I think that the Wolves are going to have to keep up their winning record to kind of keep that momentum going. You know, I felt like it. And then when Jimmy got hurt, I felt like everyone's like, oh, that's Minnesota sports. Oh, that's, uh, you know, Timberwolves basketball. But I think once we get there, once people actually see that it's happening and can actually believe it, I really think people will buy in. I think when you put a good, good team out there and you're, you're playing in April and May, people will respond. No, you can feel the buzz when Jimmy came here, and it's and it's escalating since then. I mean, you see jerseys around the city, around every school's. I mean, the I don't know, like you see Vikings jerseys mostly, but now it's the T-Wolves are picking up, and you can just tell there's like a heightened presence around, and I kind of like it. So yeah. Thank you to everyone who took the time to speak to me for this segment. Go Wolves! And up next, it's time for Weekly Wolfies. 
presenting your weekly wolfies. It is award time. We got some statuettes right here. We're going to pass them out to some things, to some people, to some ideas. Um, weekly wolfies, that's what we do. Scott, I want you to start us out today All right. uh, with your weekly wolfie. My weekly wolfie is to this team's resilience. Ooh, resiliency. Yeah. But because you can't give an award, a physical award to a concept, I'm going to award it to Redditor Granny underscore Danger. Granny Danger? Which I think what is... What kind of uh, name is that? It's, uh, I what think kind it's, of reference is that? I think it's Danny Granger, but you flip the GR and the D. So oh, Danny it's an Granger NBA reference. Okay, Danger. okay, okay. Um, he posted on Reddit today. It says, The Wolves have officially wrapped up their most daunting extended stretch of the season. 33 games that started on January 5th. Wow. Those 33 matchups included 24 games versus playoff-bound teams. 15 of those 24 games came against groups in the top three of their conference. That's Toronto, Boston, Cleveland, Houston, Golden State, and Portland. 15 of those 24 games. Wow. They were without Jeff Teague for three of those games. They went two and one. They were without Jimmy Butler for 10 of those games. They went five and five. The Wounded Wolves finished the stretch, that brutal 33-game stretch, 17 and 16. Wow. And have certainly stayed afloat with Jimmy out. I'm happy that the way these two and a half months went with so much adversity, schedule, and injuries. Carl has been a superstar, and Wiggins has seemed to improve week over week. Wow, there you go. Just providing some content for this show. 17 and 16 (laughs) in the last 33 games, the hardest 33-game stretch of the season. We had injuries. We had our best player out for 10 of those 33 games, and we still went 17 and 16. It's almost half the season. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's like 40% of the season. Yeah. And I mean, that was our top. It was just, you know, how our schedule was. It was yeah. easy early in the season. It's going to end, you know, yeah. easy. But that was the, that was the meat of the season. And we did it. Yeah. So, with partially, what was the end date on that just now? Just yeah. e- ending with the, After, ending with Houston? the Clippers. Okay. Yeah, with the Clippers. Starting on January 5th. Yeah. And, and so 10 of those games, so 10 of those 33 games or whatever were, you know, with without Butler, without Butler. and three without Teague. Jeez. And uh, we still had a better than 500 record. So it's just like we're not we're not used to that. Uh, we're used to like when an injury befalls the team, we just crumple up and are terrible. Yeah. Like think about any time Kevin Love went out in oh. the past several seasons. It's just like we do not overcome adversity on this team. And we did. We were resilient this year. This is a whole different DNA than I've ever seen out of a Timberwolves team, you know, easily in the last 10 years, you know. That's incredible because, yeah, you think about that. And, and I, I don't know. I feel like it's been a lot of years now where, you know, the injury thing has been a big deal in the NBA. I mean, it's part of the it's a big part it's about winning games but it's also about avoiding injuries how long can you avoid the injury bug because it's coming around it's going to happen to you Um, lots of games happening you know these guys are more athletic more high flying than ever injuries are happening so that is as big as winning games losing games is is how can can you stay healthy um, and the Wolves have done a pretty good job of that. I mean, even the Teague injury, like you mentioned, uh, and obviously now the Butler injury are yeah, more minor on the scale say, of things. Right? I wouldn't say we're doing a good job of staying healthy, but we're doing a good job of staying consistent when the injuries come. Yes, that's that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, so that's also, cool. let's get uh, – I just was reading again about how much LeBron spends on his body every year. <laughs> He's got like one of those hyperbolic chambers in his house. <laughs> Installed in his house. Can we get Cat that? I just want Cat to stay healthy his whole career like LeBron. Hey, you mentioned uh, Patreon or crowdfunding. Let's right. get it going. The fans. I, I would I'd happily fans donate chip in. to get that. You know? Yeah, I think most fans would. That'd be funny if that was like part of your you know, Timberwolves membership. 
you yeah. know, it was like, oh, Buying we got to bring, stuff. you know, sorry guys, ticket prices are going up this year, but, you know, 5% of all your tickets are going towards, uh, you know, a complete, uh, you know, in-home system for Carl Anthony Towns, right. a franchise player. Is you that play, right? You can play Fortnite Battleground in Who there, would say you know? no to that? You'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm into that. That's going to, it's going to improve my enjoyment of all this. Yeah, <laughs> Fortnite. <I> think, <laughs> especially with Tibbs being the coach and GM around here. Which is, yeah. Seems like a good idea. Yeah, let's do that. Um, good one. Good one, Scott. Uh, good Wolfie. My Wolfie, I'm going to go negative again. Um, it is... The weekly negative Wolfie oh, from Neil. Every week. Weekly Wolfie this week to people on what I call Rose Watch. Uh, the is week- this a bachelor thing, Neil? No. Nah. Is, this, is this your wife's podcast, the Rose no, Ceremony? No, that's the Rose Ceremony. Yeah, you can check that out if you want an occasional bachelor and bachelorette uh, podcast The third uh, old dad sibling is a co-host yes. on that, our little yes. sister. Yes, so. following us in the family trade of podcasting. Yeah, I'll put that link in the show notes. Uh, but I'm talking about Rose Watch. I just think, uh, listen, don't get me wrong. Uh, I think it's ridiculous that Derrick Rose is on this team. I think it's uh, it doesn't make any sense on the basketball court, and it it uh, it shows that our our coach and GM is uh, you know is 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 tainted by his past and can can't look past certain players uh, he he's he's had on his roster. If if you're really catching on to what Neil's saying right now, go back to podcasts. We spent yeah, the whole podcast. We spent the whole podcast. On. Don't get me wrong. I'm no Derrick Rose stan, as they say. But I think it's gone too far in the other direction. We got people out here analyzing every single move Derrick Rose makes, every play he 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 you know he's a part of his his plus minus through through four games or something now. And I just think it's a little bit overboard for a player who is ultimately going to be inconsequential to what's happening here, especially at the end of this. I mean, obviously he's going to be here. He's going to you'll see what happens with this injury. But I just think that, A, there's no way that this guy was going to be, and this is part of the reason why you don't even sign him, but he hasn't played basketball in like two months like prior to coming to the Wolves. Um, he's been he's been out with injury and then was traded um, and then cut uh, from the Jazz. So, you know, he's been not playing in the league. And I just think it's sort of, you know, silly to sort of want him to be, um, you know, show up right away. Hey, what are you going to be right now? You know, as soon as you play, this is what you're going to be and this is what we can expect from you. I think that we should look at the totality of the 15 games he's going to play with us and sort of look at that as the sample, which is albeit still a small sample. But I just think it's a little overboard to the type of analyzing that's going on on this bench player who's going to average like 10 minutes a game for us so far. So unfortunately, there's just a lot of a lot of, uh, in my opinion, a little bit too much uh, hand wringing and a little bit too much uh, in depth, uh, you know, uh, you know, trying to figure out what's going on with Derrick Rose here, and I don't like it. So just cool down with the Derrick Rose stuff. It's fine if you don't like him on the team. I'm not happy he's here, but to get, you know, to get all worked up about his plus minus um, or the shots he's missing uh, when he's on the court at this point is, is to me a little silly. Is that right? Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, in some cases it was bad. We, I think we were up like seven or eight on the Spurs, and then Rose came in for like four minutes, and then we were down by like seven by the time he left or something like that, and then we never caught back up. Yeah. So there was a couple games where his minutes on the floor were the deciding minutes, it felt like. Yeah. Um, but he's, he was playing himself out of that a little bit. 
I also think that it's one of those things where, like, what are they going to wring their hands about then, Neil? Are we going <laughs> to go back? Something. Are we going to go back to Teague? The Teague's playing better. We're yeah. going to go back to worrying about With Wiggins. Well, Wiggins is playing better. Maybe we go back to Tom Thibodeau's minutes because that's what we're wringing our hands about. Yeah, at the really. Of the season. Yeah, really. We need something to wring our hands about. You're right. And also, it's another thing where, like, I think our view of it's skewed because we're on NBA Twitter. Yeah. Whereas I was like, you know, true. Surpri- I was surprised. Super true. Rose's first game, I believe, was against the Warriors. And he was terrible in that game. But when he came in, he got a standing ovation. People wearing his jerseys they already. Got a standing ovation. Yeah. So it's one of those things where we we can say like, yeah, the Rose hate is too much. But I think in generally, people are the casual fan is like super amped up about it. They just so, know the name and they're into it. I don't think there is a, <laughs> like an overwhelming sense of negativity around him yet. You're right. You're right. It's just on Twitter where every little thing is analyzed to death. Just cool. don't, don't sign him in this offseason. Yeah, no, no re-signing, please. He'll just get injured again. Okay, uh, that does it for Weekly Wolfies. And right now, we are going to play a game. All right, Neil. I was inspired for this week's game by a tweet I saw on Twitter. Ooh, I don't know what this is. From Mike Korzemba mm. at Mike K-O-R-Z. Just a quick reminder that the Seattle Supersonics have made the NBA playoffs more recently <laughs> than the Timberwolves. Yes, I have seen that. That got I did me to thinking that. about yeah. all the stuff that happened since we last made the playoffs, Neil. <laughs> so here's the premise in, of today's game. In basketball game. or in the world. In the world, yeah. in life, yeah. in, in all of our lives. Yeah. So here's the premise, Neil. The last time the Timberwolves were in the playoffs was May 2004. That's right. May 2004. The final game of the Western Conference Finals that year was like May 31st, 2004. So I'm going to list a bunch of things that happened, Neil, and you're going to tell me if they happened before that or since that, (laughs) okay? So if you say after, that means these are all things that happened since the Wolves made the playoffs again. Yes, so my answers are before. (laughs) Before May 2004 and after after. May 2004. Okay, okay. Okay? So let's get it started, Neil. Yeah. The iPod and iTunes are released. Ooh, iPod. The first iPod. First iPod. First iPod. Um, I think it was. I think it was before. I'm, I'm thinking it's more like 2002. What about that? Ooh. You know your Apple products, Neil. 2001. <laughs> you, you can't get me on that. You That's can't right. get me on that. Yeah, well, I got to start you off easy. <laughs> it gets harder from here. Okay. The first ever YouTube video is uploaded. YouTube. YouTube. Let's see. Has it been? Has it been like 15 years since YouTube has been? And like every day, like billions of hours of new video gets uploaded to YouTube. Yeah. Like more Crazy. video is uploaded to YouTube every day than the entirety of video <laughs> that existed before like 20, 2005 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go before on this one too. I'm gonna say early. Ooh, 2005. After. Really? Yes. Dang. YouTube was came out in 2005. Yeah. Facebook though. Oh, too. Oh, my goodness, YouTube. So wow, every YouTube. video ever uploaded to YouTube has happened since the Wolves last made Amazing, playoffs. amazing. All right, Neil. The Red Sox win their first World Series in 86 years. Ooh, I'm going to say that. It used to be like the most Ooh. cursed franchise in sports. I feel like it was like 2006. Let me say after, after. It was in 2004. Four, right away. They won again in 20, 2007 so like and 2013. So the Red Sox okay. have won three World Series since the Wolves were last in the playoffs. <laughs> All right. Next up, the Iraq War begins. Ooh, begins. Iraq War begins. Uh, I think that was, man, how about, that was like just before. I'm going to say spring of 04. Spring of 04, before. Yes. Spring of 03, but you're right. 03. Oh, wow. I was in a current events class in high school, and I feel like that was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Sure was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I got my driver's license. uh, Scott Scott gets his driver's license. (laughs) 
Oh boy, let's see, you in 2004, yeah, you would have been 16, you would have been right there, but when did you get it? Did you get it in that summer, or was it earlier than that? I'll say before, I'll say before, before it. I actually got we my shared a car, license, right? I got, we yeah. shared a car. I got my license in 2003, actually, okay, summer yeah. of 03, I turned 16. I got it right away. Nice. All right, uh, Obama is elected to the U.S. Senate, before or after? Wow, um, hmm. I let's see. He was first elected president in 2008. Yep. Um, so maybe he was elected um, in the fall of 2004. Let me go after. Let me say after. Nailed it. Fall of 2004. It okay. was Neil. Nice. Yeah. All right. Next up, the college dropout wins the Grammy for best rap album. Ooh, Grammys happened in like February or March. Didn't I don't know when that album came out. College dropout. That was his first first album by Kanye. First record. Did it win it in 03 or did it? You could have even won in 04 and it would have been before. Uh, let me say before. Let me say before. Ah. The album came out before, but the Grammys were after. Um, so that means Kanye West's entire career has happened since the Wolves were last in the playoffs. <laughs> Everything you know Kanye for has yeah. happened Have, since the Wolves have been in the playoffs. You didn't know anything about Kanye did, the last time you saw You never heard one of his songs. You never heard Through the Wire. Yeah. You hadn't heard of any of it. All right. A couple more. Neil, 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying <laughs> is the best-selling album of the year. Oh, God. Um, yeah, from hip-hop to hip-hop. Let me say... I'll say it sounds like it would be before, but that's before 2004. Yeah. 2003's best-selling album of the year. Wow. All right, Neil. You graduate from high school. Yeah, I... I I graduated from high school in ooh, good one, uh, you know, 2004. So definitely in that that time frame. So you said the the you said the playoffs, the Western Conference, uh, you know. So yeah. are we saying from the final game? Yeah, the final Western Conference Finals ended May 31st, 2004. I have no idea what the day. I gra- so I graduated high school. Ooh, I I think it. Let me say before. Let me say before. <laughs> you graduated like a week after the playoffs. Ah, too close. And at the time, you were probably like, yes, all right, we'll be back next year. We got yeah, KG we'll for good. MVP. We made it to the Western Conference Finals. We got Spree and Cassell. Yeah. They're all coming back, we're gonna right? We're going to bring it back next year. There's not going to be any contract disputes. We're good. If you only knew Ugh. what was in your future back Ugh. then. Ugh. If I only knew, that would be... I don't know. Who else came back that, that next year? I know, obviously, KG was there before we traded him. He was there for one more year, but I feel like that... I don't think Cassell or Spreewell were involved in the 2005, or, you know, yeah, the 0405 campaign. I don't think they were. I think they were both gone. I think they were both back, but they were shells of themselves. Yeah. There wasn't the same magic. Yeah. All right, Neil. Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction at the Super Bowl. Wow. January. January times. Was it 2005? Was it 2003? Uh, I feel like that happened while I was in high school. Let me say before. Just. 2004 Super Bowl. LeBron James wins Rookie of the Year. Wow. Wow. LeBron. I remember he was a rookie when I was in high school, but he would have won it. Yeah, would it be his rookie year. Was his rookie year 03 or 04? I think his rookie year was. Was his rookie year 2003, 2004? I'm going to say before. Yeah. His rookie year was 2003, 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Every year of LeBron James' career, except one, has happened since the Timberwolves last year. Yeah, every year of his legendary career where he's still killing it happened, yeah. All right, let's get this finished up. Just a couple more. Spider-Man 2 grosses $783 million at the box office. Uh, Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire. Number two. Let me say after. Oh, wait. I put the wrong one. You're right. It came out that summer. 
which means there have been five Spider-Man movies since the Wolves were last in the playoffs. <laughs> five separate Spider-Man movies, three different actors since the Wolves were last in the playoffs. What's your favorite of all the five? Uh, it's either Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man Homecoming. This okay. is a much... I could have a whole podcast conversation. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That's why I asked you. Yeah. It, it, it's between those two for sure. Yeah. And they each have their strengths. And I gotta see Homecoming. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I have it on Blu-ray. We should uh, watch it sometime. I'll watch come it. over and watch it on your dope TV. Nice. All right. Three more, Neil. Pope John Paul II dies. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I'll say after? Okay. It happened in 2005, which means we've gone through two popes since the Wolves were last in the playoffs. Now this one. is the craziest one of all of these. Yeah. Is that we've gone through two popes. Who don't have a term, right? Yeah, there's no there's term. No term. Most of it is until death. I mean, Benedict, <laughs> who is uh, uh, John Paul II's successor, retired, which is very okay, rare. Okay, okay. Um, but, yeah, we've had two popes since the Wolves were last in the playoffs. Yikes. All right, Neil. Towns graduates. Carl Anthony Towns graduates from elementary school. <laughs> oh God! I, oh boy! I'll say I'll say that happened after just for comedy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's, I had a hard time doing the math because he repeated the seventh grade. Really? Yeah. So it, to put him in better line for basketball uh, and stuff, yeah. it was a basketball decision. Yeah, they call it reclassifying. That's now. right. Um, he, as far as I wow. can tell, he graduated from elementary school in 2006. Okay. Which is the same time I graduated from high school. Amazing. Crazy. And then finally, Neil, this one's for Nikola Pekovic. <laughs> Last one. Montenegro declares its independence from Serbia. A lot of basketball players from the region. Montenegro, Serbia. Oh, wow. Let me say it before. Before. Mm, no. They declared their independence A in new 2006. Country. A new country. So a whole new country. Montenegro, where our our favorite wolf center, Nikola Pekovic, is from, was not a country the last time the Timberwolves made the playoffs. This is one of my favorite games of all time. Very illuminating. Lots of shocking, you know. It's been, it's been a minute. It's hard. It's hard because it's just like for us, it's like, oh, yeah, it's been 12 years. It's been 13 years. It's just like, you know, it's time kind of Time goes by fast. Yeah. So you don't think about you it. You live yeah. in the present. And yeah. then you're like, wow. Like... Not the majority, but a plurality of my life happened since then. You know, like, it's like how much of my life has gone on since then. I was in high school the last time. The Pope time. one is really funny. Yeah. The I Pope one is high comedy. Two, two Popes. <laughs> two Popes since the Wolves. Not one Pope, but two Popes have happened, you guys. All right. Well, you know, obviously, you know, with all this is, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of wood knocking. They're on the brink. 538, I think, has them as a 95% chance of making the playoffs. You know, so but for us, we're just hoping they're not the eight or seven seed. I guess that's that's how we're you know being positive about this. Hey, even the eight seed is making the playoffs. We gotta get in. It's better than the wild card game. Everyone's like, Twins made it back to the playoffs. No, they made it no. to the wild card game. Oh, separate. Baseball starts one week from today. Ooh, holla! Oh, I'm gonna be drunk when we record next week's pod. Oh, I took the day off work. I'm going to an all day viewing party. The Minneapolis ba- Association goodness. of Baseball Enthusiasts is getting together. Oh, happy baseball, everybody! If, you're, if you're a baseball fan, it's uh, right around the Hold corner. On. I don't know why you'd watch uh, baseball over, uh, you know, you know, uh, Western Conference playoff positioning basketball. But hey, to each their own. It's all good. I understand. You can do both. Baseball's a slow game. It's a good yeah. second screen ex- experience. Got all summer to watch baseball. Sit in the sun, chill out, relax. Mm, sun. Baseball, y'all. All right, that'll do it for our show. It's a wrap on episode seventy six. Appreciate everybody listening. Way cool. Way cool. Uh, make sure that uh, you subscribe to our show. Um, it's really easy to do. Just go to Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice, and you can subscribe to the show. That way you'll see it right away when it gets posted, usually late night on Thursday, early morning on Friday, that kind of time. Make sure you check out Canis Hoopus. Oh, yeah. Proud home of our podcast. We're proud of them, and, and hopefully they're proud of us. Yeah. Uh, we already told you the digest is up there. You should check that out every week because I stay up late 
I, I always submit it at like past 3 a.m. So I stay up late doing these digests for you. So I hope you appreciate them. There's a lot of great writers over there. I'm really enjoying the newest writer on staff. He's been doing some great stuff. His name's Brian Sampson. Go follow him on Twitter. He's making some really cool infographics and breaking down stats in lots of fun visual ways. So I definitely recommend you go check that out, please. And also come to Darby's Trivia. It's every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Uh, no, 6 p.m. Wow. 6 p.m. It's free to play. You can win some prizes. If you draw a little basketball up next to your team name, you're going to get an extra point. It's called the Podcast Point. If you listen to this podcast. Appreciate everybody listening this week. We'll be back next week with another show. Can you help these guys along in any way while we're uh, in, the, in the foxhole? I hope so. I mean, they probably get tired of it as much as I'm in there. Uh, text messaging and phone calls. They don't message me back i'm sliding in the dms if i have to but uh my guys are gonna hear from me because i care uh i want to win even though I'm, I'm not out there with them they know that i'm there um even though I'm, I'm away doing rehab i'm here i watch every game i pay attention to every single thing hell i'm on twitter now and i haven't done that in years <laughs> think about that but that's just because i'm bored and i don't got anything else to do so i, I bother them guys